Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 127th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here. If you were not watching or listening to this podcast, well, I wouldn't be making it. So today, this is a hand from a $1,000 buy-in side event. Blinds are 75, 150. I opened to 400 from third position with Jack, 10 of hearts. And then someone who I have labeled as a happy kid, elects to call in the big blind. And I'm sure none of you know what a happy kid means. In my mind, I actually know who this person is. I'm not going to out him, though. I think this player is a very good, loose, aggressive, thinking player who prides himself on being able to make very good reads. He's generally happy, cheerful, and nice to play with. So I think his view of me is that he thinks I'm generally a little bit too tight slash old school live pro, which, you know, may or may not be the case. But it's important to understand what your opponents think about you. So knowing that, what should I be doing? Well, if my opponent expects me to be too tight, I should definitely loosen up significantly, especially if my opponent's going to be inclined to make somewhat big folds. So that's going to lead me to two-barreling, three-barreling, etc. a little bit more often than I should. So the flop comes 994, one heart. I am almost certainly going to continuation bet this flop. The pot's 875. I do bet 400 when my opponent checks from the big blind. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that the guy in the big blind is going to defend very wide. He's a, a good, loose, aggressive online kid, as I think I mentioned. So I do bet 400. I'm going to be doing this with a lot of my range. And this is a nice hand to do it with because notice any heart is good. Any queen, jack, 10, 8 is not so bad. So that's the spot where I'm going to bet a lot of the time. The turn's a nine of clubs, so now it's nine, nine, four, nine. Now, normally, you really don't want to see a nine on the turn because now if your opponent has any ace high or any pair, he's virtually never going to fold to a turn and a river bet. However, I know that this player thinks I am a little bit too snug. So if he thinks I'm a little bit too snug, he's not going to think that I'm bluffing very often at all here if I bet. So if I do bet, what hands do I expect someone who expects me to only bet with strongish hands to call with? Well, let's imagine he has his most likely reasonable hand, which is going to be a four, like ace four, king four, queen four, jack four, eight four, seven four, six four, five four, etc. If he has that hand, I think he'll very likely call a turn bet and then fold on the river. And that may sound a little bit tight, but again, going back to what I just said, I think this guy is going to assume I have a premium hand when I am firing away. So if we can get him to fold a four, that implies we're going to get him to fold ace high and pocket twos and pocket threes. If he has pocket fives or better, he's probably going to end up calling me down. But you have to understand that pocket fives and better is a very small portion of this particular player's range, especially given that he defends very wide. Also, I do think he'll call my flop bet pretty wide as well. I think he'll call with really all sorts of stuff on these paired boards. So I think his flop range is quite wide, and I think we'll be able to get him off of a large portion of that on the turn and or the river. So this is a spot where I am very willing to fire both streets, the turn and the river. Uh, this is a somewhat sophisticated bluff because really you don't want to be doing this too often at all. But if you have a good read on your opponent, you will be able to force him to fold out almost their entire range by the river. We actually discuss this in uh, my, one of my more recent books titled Bluffs. You can check it out at jonathanlillepoker.com slash bluffs. We actually go through 18 
situations, well, we go through about 100 situations, but um, 18 specific scenarios where you will be able to steal more pots than you likely do just by increasing your levels of aggression and taking advantage of your opponent's mistakes. I say we because I actually wrote the book with one of my students who went from being a somewhat tight passive player who had relatively few results to now he's cashed for well over $100,000 this year and he, every time he plays he wins. So uh, the, the purpose of the book was to show that anyone can use these strategies, not just professionals, but I've taken one of my students and He's been working really hard to implement these things, and he's had great results. So check that out at jonathanlowpoker.com slash bluffs. Anyway, turns to nine. Like I said, nine, nine, four, nine. I'm going to be betting here again. I bet a 1,000. This is exactly what I would do if I had a good hand. I would want to try to get money in the pot. Maybe if I'm trying to be somewhat exploitable or trying to exploit my opponent, I could bet smaller with my nut hands and bigger with my bluffs. But against good... Thinking players, I think you generally just want to be betting the same amount with all of your hands because for all you know, if you do choose two different sizings, maybe your opponent remembers that from a previous time you played with him or maybe he just knows in general that when people get out of line, they bet maybe 800 with their value hands and 1300 with their bluffs. So for that reason, I usually do try to stick to the same bet size with all of my hands in this type of situation. So anyway, I do bet 1,000 and my opponent very quickly folded and I assumed he had nothing, but he actually turned over a four. So, what does that mean? That means that this player is so confident in his reads that he thinks he can make this huge exploitable fold with a four because he assumes I'm only betting with my premium hands. And knowing that moving forward, I'm going to bluff this guy to death until he starts calling me down. And of course, he'll realize that eventually. But uh, you really don't want to let your opponents know that you're capable of making big folds because, well, now... I'm going to start bluffing a lot, and I really doubt this player is going to adjust by starting to call way too often. I mean, maybe he will, and maybe he'll get me a time or two, but I think most likely I'm just going to get away with bluffing this guy for a very long time. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here. Again, if you've not checked out my newest book, Bluffs, you can get it at jonathanlittlepoker.com bluffs. Also, if you've never downloaded any of my books on Audible, you can get the audiobook completely for free at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash free. Full details are over there. So thanks a lot for watching or listening. I'll be back next week with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand.